Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum LA Clippers It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian well, Welcome to the LA Clips Forum <laughs> Alright <laughs> we're, we're, We were listening to uh, Pat Bev's uh, IG Live video following the game right now And we're like, we'll just push record and we'll just, we'll just go in there, we'll just go in there raw, right? Yeah, that's, raw that's, reaction right that, here. That sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he posts Instagram live video saying weak ass clips, even though I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly thought, and it's funny, I sent this to our group chat. I was like, you know what? Remember when we said, well, if the Wolves pull it off, we're still going to root for Pat Bev in the playoffs. No, <laughs> no, I don't yeah. think I will. Yeah, <laughs> I was. No. I I love I, I love what he did for the Clippers, but even when he was on the Clippers, I said, you know what? I'm probably gonna hate this guy when he leaves the Clippers because just the way he plays, the way he talks, you know. Uh, we'll get into the game right now, but I was like, yeah, uh, he, I'm I'm gonna probably root for Memphis in that series now. Yeah, maybe, he, maybe maybe if we think we're gonna play Minnesota down the line, maybe I'd rather play Minnesota than Memphis, but sure. He, he's a guy that you love to have on your team, but hate to have like hate to play against. And I don't know. It's just it was example. It was just like magnified in the playoff series in this playoff game. Sorry, it's not even a series, but this play or not even playoff playing scenario. But geez, oh, it's, by, the, by the way, how unprofessional of us. I'm your co-host Brian Andrew, and I'm here with my I'm I'm, I'm the co-host. Now. I'm your host Brian <laughs> Andrew. I'm here with my co-host. Uh, pissed off Jesse. I don't know. <laughs> <Pissed> <laughs> so, off Jesse. That's your Twitter handle. Um, this is like I, I just I just want to get off your off my chest, man. Like Pat Bev, I don't know how much respect you want from an organization. We <sighs> Steve, I'm so upset. I just blanked out his name right now. Steve Bomber has given you nothing but praise mm-hmm. about how what role you played in for this organization the fans love you the the team loves you and then you get upset by a contract that they shouldn't even have offered you it because of the fact that you're so injury prone like yeah yeah, okay that's great like i understand uh you you guys are going to playoffs right now and you did that but you can't blame an organization from looking at the track record and saying, Hey, this guy's not available on the court and then getting fucking pissed off that they don't give you like a great contract. No, I hear you. And feel disrespected. Like, I don't know what else you want from an organization. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even going to edit out the, the cuss words on this one. Like, yeah, I'm no. Just, yeah. We're just, who? yeah. You, like, it's not like we're like Houston Rockets, right? Like mm-hmm. the Houston Rockets, he was valuable for that team. And then for some reason they disrespect, they disrespected him and, they traded him away like he was like an like a non-crucial piece on that defense yeah i don't see uh, him saying shit about the houston houston rockets maybe he did in, in a long time ago and we just didn't care yeah uh, i don't know i don't know what else he wants uh, yeah it's so i guess we could get into the game uh pat bev to his credit uh got Reggie Jackson, some tough situations toward the end there. 
and Reggie Jackson turned tur- the ball over. Um, there was never a moment where I felt like we were out of it or I felt like we were, I was super concerned, but I've been saying for weeks that like there was, there's going to have to be an adjustment period once Paul George and Norman Powell came back. And I feel like we really saw that in this game. And, and there's something on, we talked about in the space before we did this podcast. So, and, and there's something that me and you disagree about, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but what a, share share some thoughts generally about the game and then we'll get into some more details i i knew i knew that my comments about the mat that the timberwolves were going to be the better matchup for us was going to come back to haunt me um or it wasn't even a better matchup because i think they are a better matchup for us but i just thought they're going to be easy game and i gave my fucking words um <laughs> that's right um happens to all of us right at least it was not the lakers yeah if, if this was the lakers today we would well, all we would all need a, a a day to think about it before we did a podcast <laughs> so like i say like i want memphis to beat the timberwolves so badly but i really like anthony edwards so kind of like anthony edwards and pat bev kind of balance out um but back to the game Marcus Morris cannot mm-hmm. play defense. We and got that. We got that guy to be a three and D guy, didn't we? Yeah, and <laughs> there is no D <laughs> or threes yeah. uh, in this game. And I, I honestly felt like Amir Coffee should have played some minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know everyone's saying Roku should have got a lot of minutes, and I, I also agree. But I felt like Amir Coffee should got a look. Because I feel like Amir Coffee plays decent defense, but at least he can give generate some offense for you. No, I hear. And he's young enough where he can at least keep up with Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. At least mm-hmm. try. Because the moment Anthony Edwards was going to the rim, I don't know. I felt uh, like Marcus I... Morris was in LA. Right, Marcus Morris played thirty minutes tonight. Uh, Rocco played eighteen. Can I give you a more surprising stat? Go ahead, give me this. Who that. guess who played the most minutes tonight? Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson played 42 minutes. Paul George played 41. Let that sink in. I love Reggie Jackson. I made a point when we're in the Twitter spaces right now. I made a point in Tyloo's defense as an apologist to Tyloo, because I know a lot of people are going to get on this case after this game. I'll admit, some of those lineups at the end, I want to do, but I don't get paid millions of dollars to coach an NBA team, right? So, yeah, I, I could just sit, I could watch from an ESPN feed, or it was a TNT feed today. I could watch from a TNT feed with my beer gut and just be like, oh, well, I want to do that, right? So, sure, right? At the end of the day, so there's certain things I would rather do, but at the end of the day, I'm not the one actually coaching the game. In Tyloo's defense, Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson were the reasons why we had a top five clutch rating at the end of the season. They're the ones who got us to the stance. The reason why we're, we're talking about above 500 is for that meat of the schedule. Those were the people who did it. You know, when we were playing against the Lakers, Morris hit big shots, big threes. 
Reggie Jackson skipping down and getting the layups. Like Reggie Jackson was extremely clutch for us this year. Marcus Morris was extremely clutch this year. So I could see because basically this is an extended regular season game. It's a postseason game, but it's not exactly a playoff game. So you're not necessarily maybe, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's like basically the regular season ended two days ago. So I could see why Ty Lue was thinking, all right, I need some clutch minutes here. Let's have Morris and Reggie in there. I could see why he would think that. The thing is, now you're incorporating Paul George and Norman Powell, who you would consider the two best players on the team. So now they're in there. And I guess in that moment, and I think we're all thinking the same, it's like, well, we don't necessarily need Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris to be clutch because we have these two guys, right? And now we're thinking, okay, so this is the thing me and you disagreed on. Because my opinion, maybe Rocco should have been in for Morris. I agree with that. The thing, this, this is the thing me and you disagreed on. I was under the belief that Ty Lue probably had this plan for Cat, and it worked. It worked too perfectly. Cat was uh, fouled out with, like, what, seven minutes to go or something like that. And at that moment, I just think Ty Lue was like, I have no idea what to do at the five now. Do we put Zoo in? Do we play small with Rocco? Do we not play Rocco? Do we have Morris do it? Do we have Batum? And it's now you have this stretch five with Nas Reed who doesn't deserve the double team doesn't deserve to have your best defender on him. And I think Ty was just put in a position. Cause I think he had this mindset with like five minutes to go. Like, this is what we're going to do with, with this lineup that the Timberwolves are probably going to put out there. And then that lineup's now not happening. You have a bunch of these young dudes out there and Tyler's like, I I think he was just put in a position where he's like, I'm just going to ride with what I got out there. And what he had out there was just not working for him. And I think he realized it too late. And um, so what me and you disagree with, because I believe that Tyler was put in a position where his plan worked too perfectly. And he just was like, I don't know what to do with the five position. Your take was? I think this is what you game plan for, right? You want to put him in a situation where he gets fouled out. And it worked to a T, I believe. Yeah, he got fouled out. I, I think he, I, <laughs> my, my plan was I don't think he was expected to get fouled out. I think he was just expected to have a tough game with Batum on him. And he just happened to get fouled out. I don't know. At some point, you're, you're thinking, you know, when he, when he hits his fourth foul, Mm-hmm. You're thinking, okay, this is a possibility he could be fouled out. Yeah. And then you had you started looking at you know, with your coaching staff. Some of them should be game planning <laughs> if he gets fouled yeah. out, right? And yeah. then after the fifth foul, mm-hmm. oh, you know, damn sure it's certain that something's gonna happen. Especially right. the way the officiating's been going, right? It was like right. the officiating set the tone immediately in the first quarter. It was I, I I believe you have to have Rocco out there. And my stance with Morris is if he's going to be a black and white player, then you need to coach him black and white. Like if you're, if you got it going, sure. You're going to give up to a bucket there and there, but I know damn well, every time you get in the post, you're, you're going to have an automatic bucket or you're going to make that open three. Fine. We'll leave you in. Right. 
But he up until five minutes left in the game, Morris didn't prove that. So I think you go Rocco. And then if you need a big shot, then you put Morris in. I'll be honest with you. When we went with the wing stop lineup, I enjoyed it. I'm like, it should be that. I, I wish we were doing this podcast saying, while wow, the Clippers won. Like and they did the wing stop lineup we've been wanting we've been wanting to see all year, right? Just wings out there. If Paul George is going to facilitate the offense at that point, and Reggie's just not having himself a game, which I get, like I said at the beginning, I was like, you know what, I can see why Lou did that, why mm-hmm. Lou did that. But now we saw it; it was a tough time. Now going into this game on Friday, if Reggie and Morris don't have it. Let Paul George just have it and then put people around him that are not going to make his life more difficult on defense and could hit an open shot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. And don't, don't get us wrong. We're not like uh Laker fans. We're trying to fire a coach. <laughs> oh, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> like, like uh, yeah, we all have bad games and Ty Lue had a bad game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I I really hope we don't see the Pelicans. <laughs> I we'll see. Because to be honest, I'm a little bit more worried about the Spurs. <laughs> if I'm being honest, they rebound at a very good rate, and we don't. So I feel like the Pelicans play soft offensively. If we could just play decent defense on them, like we play, we looked really good against them last week or a week and a half ago. Uh, the Spurs are the ones that scare me because of just how well, how more athletic I feel they are and how well they rebound. I think that, that they'll give Zoo and some people a tough time. Uh, yeah, because I remember last year we'd go down 0-2 in a series and we would say, man, I don't know about that, Lou. And then well, he would turn around, make some adjustments. The thing this time around, I think why we're so many people are a little frustrated is just like we don't get a game three to figure it out. And now I guess game two is coming up and it's against a totally different team. Yeah. So I think it's just like, all right, you know, in my opinion, I think my frustration is Rocco's proof sent throughout all of March and February and April that he should be the guy at that point. Yeah. I think he's proven that. No, I agree. It, I understand Morris probably helped you get to the dance, but Rocco's the one who proved that he plays the position a little better. So let's have him out there. Like if I if I recall, he was part of that Utah Jazz comeback, like with Paul George and them, right? He was part of that lineup. Mm-hmm. So, yep. You have any more thoughts on this game before we do a quick preview of Friday? Kind of without knowing um, who we're playing. One thought, and I we always say in space. But I would have loved to have seen him with Cat fouled out, was playing more to a zoo. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you should be taking advantage of, uh, <laughs> of this. Um, just feed him. Yeah, just feed him. I mean, while Cat, you know, their center, their center is pretty weak. So mm-hmm. I think it would have been easy for him. But well, well, you know, I don't know if he's that weak because apparently the Pet Bev were the weak ass clips, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, so this Friday we play against either New Orleans or the Spurs. I guess I'm a little bit more worried about the Spurs. To be honest, we should be worried probably about both. Uh at least it's in LA. 
so we'll have the home court advantage kind of you know yeah. besides the the laker fans who are just you know bored because their team's not playing uh yeah so we play again on friday whoop-de-doo uh and now it's looking like it's either the suns or we have a long off season so you know what all those people who said we would probably match up better against the suns than the memphis then you know you're getting your wish right here maybe those people shouldn't be too upset right and uh conspiracy theory time uh two conspiracy theory things actually because this just just popped up in my head right now one Maybe Lou wanted to win this game, but he just was not willing to play every card yet. Because he's like, all right, if we like, I think we could win this game without me making too many adjustments. And it just turned out to be wrong about that. And then now he's like, all right, basically Friday is I'm throwing everything out there. And then we'll just hope the Suns are not watching the game. (laughs) And other conspiracy theory. I feel like the Clippers are going on a little nice run in that second quarter. And then some fan glued her hand to the court. And all of a sudden, the Clippers' momentum went away. Now, obviously, we got it back later in the game. But I just thought that was interesting. I understand she was protesting against the owner. But I don't know. She might have just been a Timberwolves fan at heart. And just like, you know, I got I to gotta kill this Clippers' momentum right here. <laughs> Let me glue my hand to the court. <laughs> uh I wish I wish I could have glued my hand to the court while uh, Chris Paul was just like destroying Boogie last year in the playoffs. <laughs> Let's go out there. Let me slow this down real quick. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what your shirt would say though. Yeah, <laughs> my, my, my shirt would just be like, um, the, uh, the Arizona's not the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the value should never happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that probably wraps this up. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if we're gonna do a pregame podcast for the game on Friday, or we'll just do a postgame podcast. I was gonna tell you some good news, dude, because we were talking about our sleeping schedules with this podcast, and I was like, dude, I know it's not like Clipper fans wouldn't like it, but if we won today's game, we would have had a twelve thirty game on Saturday. I know. And then we could have we, we, we could have done like a three hour podcast after, dude. But no. Now we're gonna do a Friday night one, which is fine. We're both off of work the next day. Yeah. But uh yeah, but then I think that kind of puts us at a Sunday game, which is BS because you know, works the next day. Yeah. And it's and it's pro if that's if we win the Friday game. And then it's either in Phoenix or LA, which means it's going to be late games throughout the whole series. We're not going to play a team that has earlier games. So you're going to get some tired LA Clips Forum podcasts, but we're dedicated to do these for you after every game. So, yeah. We love you guys. We love you. We do it for you. We do it for you. And I hope the Clippers do it for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yep. And... So we'll we'll see you guys at least by Friday. Uh, and Trent, oh, you could catch. I guess we should do our signouts. I I know this is a little different format for us, but I guess we should do the signouts, right? So you can catch LA Clips Forum on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. You can catch our podcast where you catch your podcast. If you're looking, if you decide not to listen to scientific misinformation or political misinformation on one podcast, 
why don't you come to our podcast and leave a decent rating saying, you know what, these guys, these snowflake libs over there talking about Clippers basketball, <laughs> some good stuff right there. And uh, wait, Jesse, wait, 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 wait. Also, if you're on Twitter, mm-hmm. we do Twitter space. So yes. uh, we do all our venting um, mm-hmm. and we also do our excitement, like all I don't know when we get all giddy after we, uh, after a victory, you know, so come join us, um, have a conversation. Um, we try it. It's very welcoming. Uh, yeah. I, I would like to think so. Um, well, when, so when people yeah, get a little, to... when people get a little too negative, uh, I try to be like, Hey, let's chill. But I can understand after today. You're about are... to mute me. Yeah. <laughs> some people are fresh. Yeah. I mute you. And then like, have you come on here and just say the same stuff? uh before we go before we go let's do this because i like to think we're positive people give me one positive thing from tonight before we go i'll I'll give you one positive thought i hope luke Kennard's healthy oh yeah that'd be great dude to be honest i would have just had him go out there with his bad hammy and just like you know (laughs) walk don't even run that we'll just play four people on defense (laughs) yeah just stand in the corner we'll put four people on defense and then all of a sudden everyone's like oh luke's hurt let's just you know keep a guy on him and all of a sudden crosses like i don't know vanderbilt up and just dunks on towns that's how towns gets a six foul it's like leg is this disfigured it just ripped off it's like flicking <laughs> yeah. it's like it was all worth it it's worth it still still just one legs it up to the line puts it in and then like tyler's like, all right you could come yeah. out you could come out like Luke? like like when kobe tore his achilles <laughs> yeah and, and there's no excuses because we we had this uh we should have won this game but luke Kennard is going to play a huge factor in the next game. So, yeah, if he plays, if he does if not he, play, then, if he plays, yeah, yeah, then hopefully, yeah, people make their shots. Uh, I'm about a, to go rub his hammy, dude. Uh, <laughs> a positive thing I want to say is, you know what? Although he had, a, he seemed like he got, he started off a little slow. I'm glad that Paul George had that big third quarter. Oh yeah. And it's like I said, like a lot of people have that uh, uh stupid uh nickname for him in the playoffs. Uh, but he's proven in the postseason he still gets it done. And I know we lost today, but he had 34 points and he earned every single one of them. And even when he started off slow, he still got it done in the third quarter. And he basically was the only one who could get it done in the fourth, you know, but he yeah. just couldn't do it himself. Uh, so I'm glad I saw that. And Powell had a really good first half. I don't know if he's just tired and can't get it done in the second half, but we're going to need it in the next game. But yeah. those are two positive things. And Terrence Mann. With those two oh, blocks phenomenal. in the fourth quarter, he, we, should, we should have seen more of him. So let me let me hear your. I know I I, I, I we already did the sign outs, but <laughs> what what would have been your final five players on the court in the final stretch of the game? I would have gone. I would have gone Zoo. Mm-hmm. Powell, PG, Man, and Roku. All right. And yeah. Uh, so so Powell, PG, Man, Roku, and who's the other person? Zoo. Zoo. Did you say zoo? Yeah. I don't know if I said zoo. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, and for me I would have gone Terrence, Paul, George, Powell, Roku, and Batum. I still think we could have kept it small. I just think Roku's better than Morris right now. Right now, Morris Morris has an opportunity to still like put up like that thirty point game in the playoffs. I'm like, oh, see, this is why he's here. But when he's not doing that and he's going 
five for 11 and one for three, one for four from the three point line, right? Yeah. Yeah, one for four from the three point line. Yeah. It's, uh, don't play. No one's going to blame you for pulling him out. Yeah. And I, I don't think Morris will blame you. I don't think Morris is that kind of guy either. So I think, like, honestly, like I said, I think it was just tied with is that, you know what? It's these were the guys who got us here. These are the guys who are going to bail us out. And they didn't. All right. Well, we'll see how what we do in New Orleans. Uh, thank you, Trent, for the outro. And we're out. Later. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.